Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Our excellent adventure begins. Tell me a story. My name is Michael. My name's Anthony. It's like about a half an inch longer. You still gotta get those kegs. Come at me, yo, bitch. Good job, everybody. Good morning, afternoon or evening, listener, and welcome to the latest episode of MA's Excellent Adventure. Where my name is Anthony. My name is Michael. And we are going to tell you a story. Wow. We have been pretty consistent the past couple of weeks. And I'm yeah. loving it. I'm it loving it. I'm loving the good. routine. I hope that our listeners are enjoying uh, the routine of us popping up weekly and having a good time and telling Hell some yeah. awesome stories. But for those of you who are new or joining, or if you're back, welcome back. But for those of you who are new and joining us, Michael, tell them, what do we do on this show and what makes us fun or unique or just special? What we do on this show is we tell stories. We tell yeah, improv we stories where only one of us this week, it's Anthony. Anthony's bringing to the table a little premise, a little character, maybe a couple characters for me to play mm-hmm. and then we make up the rest from there i don't know anything i don't know what's going to happen i don't know what the premise is i don't know what the topic is i don't know what the vibe is until we get into the bish mm-hmm. so um <laughs> i'm going in blind oh I'm diving head first. yeah absolutely and more importantly michael has not only no clue what's going to happen I have a little inkling on what might happen, and he's going to tell a little fun story with the help of some random stuff happening on our keynote today. Hell so, yeah. Michael, that's pretty much all that we do on the show. But uh, before we dive in, I just like to talk about a couple things just because uh, yeah. there, life happens, life changes, and more importantly, we like to talk about things. So, Hell yeah. I don't know about you, Michael. I've been watching a lot of uh, Kitchen Nightmares and Hell's Kitchen specifically recently. All things Gordon Ramsay, but Hell's Kitchen has been on my radar the past couple of weeks here. Yeah, you ever watch Hell's Kitchen? I think when it comes to the kitchen in Hell, mm-hmm. Ramsay's kind of daddy, I think. He is kind of daddy, but more importantly, he's kind of like hardcore daddy. You know what I mean? Like he drills India he loves you and then he tells you to fuck off and get better and then he tells you to never come back and that reminds me of a certain daddy remind you of anybody yeah me not you talking about the listener i bet i bet the The listener can connect pretty daddy yeah Mm -hmm. or their daddies were like that we, we we don't know but if you want to kind of understand further of what we're talking about and kind of, you know, what do they mean by all of this? What are they getting into? Just search on Google hardcore daddy, uh, save you'll search get... off. Oh and, yeah. Well, and the thing you'll is get exactly what we're talking about. Google lies to you. Google filters out the important stuff. Okay. Yeah. Better yet go to duck, duck, yeah. go 
and turn off your safe search and hardcore daddy, you'll see nothing but Gordon Ramsay yeah, uh, or, or some other hardcore daddy. But uh, yeah, really wholesome but you'll get stuff. That's what we mean by hardcore daddy. Yeah. What's your favorite part of Hell's Kitchen, Michael? Like, do you um, like the cooking part? Do you like the interviews? Do you like the when he yells at people or so, the challenges? Yeah, yeah. I think in a gen, in like a, a genuine manner, what I what I enjoy about it is that mm-hmm. like Gordon Ramsay. I so before I was familiar with the show, I always thought he was kind of an asshole. But then sure. I was like, I, I I was like, you know what? Actually, like he's somebody who's very dedicated and passionate about his craft, and he's working mm-hmm. with other people who are also dedicated and passionate about the craft. So he has extremely high expectations. And you can see, I mean, obviously all the highlights are him just yelling at people, but it's like, no, like when people do well, he makes sure to reward them for doing well and mm-hmm. to praise them. And when people aren't, are like being stupid and not performing to the expectations that they have guaranteed. Yeah. He's, he has every right to be like pissed. And like, so I think like in that sense, I'm like, he's a good leader. And I think the results that he's seen have proven that he's like a solid leader. Yeah. That's that's yeah. I like that explanation. You know what I think you missed? There are people who are passionate about their craft, and there are some really shitty people who have no business being yeah. in that craft. There are some people who go in and they perform so terribly. I'm convinced that the producers put in really big idiots just for dramatic effect, oh, at I'm least sure. in the US version of the show. Yeah. Um, but anyone stand out in particular any moment that uh hits you home at all any shitty contestant moment so let uh, it was less so with contestants for me um Mm -hmm. and with i believe is kitchen nightmare that's the one where he goes to restaurants to try to kitchen nightmares where he goes to restaurants hell's kitchens where they compete they have all their uh pro chefs working on stuff so I, I definitely watched more of Kitchen Nightmare. Um, sure. The moments that stood out to me in Hell's Kitchen were actually the ones where he would have like amateur chefs or like kids, because that was like, you really saw a soft spot. From that's him. sweet. And that that's more really sweet. That's more master chef level at that point. But yeah, yeah. But, but, uh, you know, I think he had a young Hell's Kitchen actually now that I think about it. But. Might, yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, with Kitchen Nightmares, there was one that always stands out to me and it's, 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 one of the most famous episodes i think where he goes to this restaurant and it's like the just the shittiest people in the world run it um the food's not that great they yell at customers and ban them and like they keep oh is that amy's baking company yes oh (laughs) thousand percent psychotic energy oh my god they're crazy i can i was actually talking about that with uh our friend solomon the other day who may or may not be on the show down the road he was telling me about it but he's on the list i was comparing one of my girlfriend's mother or ex-girlfriend's mothers to amy's baking company and you know exactly who i'm talking about or you have an inkling on who it might be yeah but yeah yeah thousand percent um yeah we were talking about that but anyways the reason why i'm bringing this up is because i love good food preparation competitions those are always great i always love a good ego but more importantly i just like to see people try their best and get absolutely roasted which kind of leads into our premise today so that's kind of what we're talking about so yeah you see what i'm doing there anyways michael anything else you want to get off your chest before we dive into the story you know i think one thing i do want to say but is uh I start it's a little off the beaten path here, but I just want to say it so I don't forget about it later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Started a video game last night called The Quarry. Ooh. Fantastic game. Uh, but l- let's dive into that a little bit more. We'll talk a little bit about yeah, yeah. You're because yeah, I want to get a good point. Yeah. yeah. In that case, Michael, I think all of our listeners are like, what the fuck did I stumble onto? Right. Uh, and I think they're just ready, they're hungry. All this talk about kitchens, they want a good story they can bite themselves into. So, Michael, Anthony. without delaying any further, should we tell them a story? I think it's about damn time that we tell, tell me, me a, a story. story. And what a story we have for you. So, mind freaked. That's what you got. You got mind freaked. 
Okay. Michael, your character is Mary Richards. Okay. Mary Richards. Richards. So a little bit about Mary. You are very pure of heart and a very religious woman who is competing in a new baking show. New baking show. Okay. So it's not quite the Hell's Kitchen, but it's a, it's a baking show. Um, your eight children really love your cakes, especially your amazing skill of decorating. Okay. You can make cakes, you can make cookies, donuts, you can make the whole nine yards, but your real specialty is cakes. Okay. That's your thing. That's what your eight children absolutely love. Uh, you are very devout to your faith, but the only thing you're more devout to is winning this bitch. Hell yeah. All right. Okay. So that's your thing. Okay. So you got a good grasp on Mary? I think I've got a good grasp on Mary. Perfect. Okay. And then let me tell you a little bit about me and my characters. Cause I got a few here just to keep the story moving. All right. Sure. Sure. My character, my main character, <laughs> is Timothy Clem. Okay. Uh, he is the host of our show that doesn't have a name yet. Okay. Uh, one of your competitors, his name is Sergeant McNutt. He is intense. Nice. The name implies he is an actual sergeant, but uh, McNutt is his last name. Okay. And then my other contestant here that I'm going to be using is Rick Mulberry. And he's just here for fun. He's just here to have uh, a good time, make his grandchildren proud. He always wanted his grandkids to watch uh, him bake on a show. And he thought this would be a great, great uh, addition here. So sound good? It sounds great. Awesome. In that case, Michael, let's tell tell me a story. So. You hear the music. And now we have our three contestants for our brand new baking show. Please welcome Sergeant McNutt. And Sergeant comes on and he's trotting along and he looks super intense. Big guy. He's just, he's got the sunglasses and everything. Yeah, everyone goes wild. And then we have... Fuck. <laughs> I forgot my other character's name. I'll have to edit that out. <laughs> it was Rick. Rick uh, Mulberry. That's the last yep. name. I got I to gotta write this shit down. <laughs> We're taking a pause. Like, uh, I made this yesterday, as you could tell. It's not fresh in my brain. Oh, that's okay. <clears throat> All right. All right, cool. So back to this. All right. And now, please welcome our second contestant, Rick Mulberry. Oh, hi, everybody. It's going to be a good time tonight. Okay. I, uh, hey, I'm here for my grandchildren. I just want to make them proud and have a good time. And now our final contestant, Mary Richards. Yeah! Diversity! We got a nice lady in the house! Okay, so, Mary, tell us a little bit about yourself here. Well, I am very devout to uh, my faith and my eight children. Um, Okay. I consider myself to be uh, quite the expert baker, um, specialties in cakes. You're not going to find cakes better than Mary's cakes. Um, Love it. You can just ask my my kids. They love them. and I'm just ready to, you know, give it my all. And I think through the, you know, the the powers that be, if the Lord wills it, and I think he will will it, um, through a lot of prayer um, that I'm going to come out on top. Um, I, I have a lot of confidence, and I think that uh, the Lord will, will kind of uh, bake through me during this competition. Well, that's great. I love that idea. Uh, and why did you choose to join us today on our show? <clears throat> well, I have a, a deep desire to be the best. And I think that uh, in order to really fulfill my my life's purpose, um, that I need to prove that I'm better than everybody else here. Um Spoken like a true woman of God. All right, perfect. Well, Sarge, 
Tell us about it. Do you go by Sarge or Sergeant? I go by Sergeant McNutt. Okay, and Sergeant, tell us, why are you on this show? I'm here to win. I didn't win the war. I'm ready to win something so I can look my wife and kids in the eye when I get home. Well, that sounds uh, very reasonable. And how about you, Mr. Rick? Tell us, why are you here? And why do you think you'd be the best cake slut of them all? Well, I always uh, was was inspired by uh, by baking. It's one of those passions I never really pursued professionally. And, uh, you know, I think I would be an honorary cake slut because uh, I... If you ask my wife, it's it it it, it gets pretty wet and wild. Uh, even even in my old age, it, it never really slowed down. So that's that's why I think I'd be good uh, at being uh, the ultimate cake slut. Well, everybody, are you ready to see these three sluts compete? Yeah, yeah and they're going slut, 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 slut. This is. Cake slice! <laughs> and we're getting intense music. Yeah! This is Cake Sluts, the most hardcore baking show in the world. We have three unlikely contestants, but they are going to compete in the slippiest, wettest, hardest competition this side of the universe. So, and Mary looks absolutely appalled at what she came. Uh, Sarge is ready to rock and roll. Rick is ready to have some fun. And Mary, how are you feeling? Um, I don't particularly appreciate um the s word being involved here also there's a lot of imagery here that i see um that looks a little um not very godly which i don't appreciate that's what we love so sluts are you ready to compete in your first of three challenges yes i am says sergeant yeah, that sounds like a pretty good time, says Rick. Mary! Even Jesus uh, had to spend his time with sinners to lead them into uh, the promised land, to lead them into better walks of life. So I think that's what I'm here to do. And, yeah! Uh, <laughs> so, slots our first competition in our three challenges. I need you three to make cookies that would get a man so hard he could bend a steel bar around himself. So, okay. you three, are you ready? Yes, says the gentleman. Mary, you're awful quiet over there. I'm ready to make a man's heart so firm in the belief of our lord and savior that he will be able to bend steel yeah yeah so they take you to the private interview sarge just walks up and he goes yeah you know i think i uh all my time i spent pumping iron in the in the military i could bend a steel bar around my uh my thing at least three four times just by myself so i i think i'm definite competition here and then we cut over to Mary. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Great words, Mary. Thank you very much. And then we hop over to Rick Mulberry. Rick, you know, I didn't think I'd be doing a competition quite like this when I signed up. The The name was pretty vague when, 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 I, when I signed the papers, but uh, I think my grandkids are really going to enjoy themselves here. So, uh, yeah, they're actually out in the audience right there. And we three we, we, we see the three grandkids just shouting, slot, 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 in the corner. <laughs> All right, we cut back to Mary. Mary, why do you think you're going to be able to make these cookies better than anybody else? Um, because I have the power of prayer on my side and okay, I know you're going to use the prayer and you're going to squish it and shove it into each cookie, right? I will be making each cookie with love, with prayer, with 
Um, and, and like I've said before, the Lord will be baking through me today. And I know that with his guidance, I cannot fail. So I, I think the other contestants uh, are going to have a pretty tough time because they're going against God. Hmm. And I think that you'll always lose if you're going against he who is i think that's pretty hardcore i can dig it i can dig it (laughs) and so explosions in the background (laughs) (laughs) all right so we're competing we're working frantically and mary you are working your best here but we see sergeant and he's throwing shit into a bowl and he's mixing and mary what are you doing how mary how are you doing over here against the competition you got about 20 you got about 20 minutes left Yep, I'm doing really well. Uh, I'm just getting some of the final ingredients put together here. I'm going to spend a good 15 minutes praying uh, and then five minutes baking. Uh, And then while it's baking, I will be praying over the uh, oven as well. Um, So they should be ready to go by then. But I think that that these cookies will be able to inspire, um, as we said, a man so much that his faith would be able to bend steel is, I believe, what we were going for so we are going to have some pretty divine cookies if i do say so myself um and my children could attest to it she points to her children they are the most like obnoxious everyone around them is super uncomfortable they're just they won't sit still they're super annoying they're crawling over the seat (laughs) my lovely children there can attest that i believe that um, I'll be able to outbake uh, a sergeant. Um, I'm not even going to say his last name. And uh, Richard. It's Sergeant McNutt. Show some respect for a for a previous army soldier. Please, I I understand that, and I do support the troops. But I, your last name is, um, it's foul, sir. And I won't I won't repeat it. Um, and then Richard and his offspring's offspring. Um, I don't think he really stands a chance. So. Um, that's, that's how I'm going to win, but excuse me. It's just about prayer time. So I'm going to pray over my batter and then I will pray over the baking process. Good words from Mary. Okay. And then they're doing their thing. Okay. Five, four, get ready. Final decorations. Two, one, hands off. Everyone's hands are off. Okay. So. What I asked you three to make for me today for our first round, make cookies that would get a man so hard he could bend a steel bar around himself. So our first person, Sarge, what do you have prepared for us today? Well, I thought having some real big cookies particularly in the chest area. And we see cookies that are mixes of thongs and breasts. And Rick is proud of himself. He has a whole assortment of various lingerie cookies. Yeah, I um, I was thinking about all of the, the tail and the chest I couldn't get before or after the military. So I thought about my regrets and I used my regrets and put them into my cookies. And after a little bit of uh, Mary's thought and prayer, I thought... Hmm, I really wish I could have some uh, some titties on a plate. And then I thought, that's my inspiration right there. That's Disgusting. what I have. Excuse me, if I could interject wow. for a moment, that is horrendous. You should be ashamed of yourself. There are children here, and this is disgusting. Children, this is how you were made and how you were fed. And he pulls up the plate, and the kids are looking very intrigued. All eight of Mary's eyes, kids, kids start climbing over. Close your eyes, Close your eyes right now. Mary's kids aren't even paying attention because they're just shitty kids. Oh, yeah. See, this is reality. And I don't think there's anything sluttier or more hardcore than showing people what they came and how they survived. No, I disagree. I disagree. She's like in the very back, just trying to yell over the music in the fire. Okay. So, Sarge. Thank you so much, Sergeant McNutt. Uh, we're going to move on to Rick Mulberry. Rick, what do you have? Well, I thought about myself in the 80s. And what really got the woman in my life going is uh, when I would do my disco moves. And I know you said make a man's, you know, hard 
to to bend a steel bar around himself. And so I I decided to make a self image, uh, make a self portrait, perhaps, uh, on a cookie. And if you look at this cookie and you see a gingerbread man, uh, doing a little little pose, a little disco pose, right? And he's just hanging out, but it looks like he's ready to get something going on. And and Rick is just kind of sitting there and he thinks. Well, you know, when 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 I would do my dance moves, uh, my wife would get really, well, the grandkids here close your ears, but uh, they would they she she would get pretty aroused here, uh, so <laughs> that would get me really hard, and so I thought personal connection. There's nothing more hardcore, nothing sluttier than um, being true to your origin story of how you created your grandkids. And before you know it, little Lisa was born and she had her three little tykes right there, James, Jimothy, and uh, Jonathan. And uh, I'm proud of all of them. So, yeah, no Rick Jr., unfortunately. But, yeah, you know, I, I, I just try my best. Bad taste. Heinous, this is for you. And bad. This is for my grandkids. All right. So, well... Rick, I do got to say, thank you for uh, that heartfelt story, but I uh, was looking for something a little more hardcore. But hey, that's just the first round. We'll see what happens. So, all right, Mary, show us. Yes. What do you have? Well, I... And we see these beautiful Christian cookies with crosses and a little cherub uh, with some wings. As you, can, as you can see here, I think my faith-inspired cookies really can... Um, make somebody just just really kind of you know reintroduce that light into their heart and into their lives uh, uh the lord's light um and and i think through these cookies here they're very beautiful i almost don't want to eat them because they just feel um they just really bring a lot of joy into my heart and uh, a lot of piety into my heart as well i do think that putting um a woman's appendages on a cookie is is very wrong and i do think it was really wrong of rick to make a gingerbread man who unfortunately it will be damned to hell for eternity for being uh provocative and i can only imagine promiscuous um uh, and that sounds pretty uh, hardcore uh in all the wrong ways in all the wrong ways and this is going to kind of hardcore you into christ i think mary i hate to be that guy but one of your cookies here what is that what is that little angelic character that you have on one of your cookies here a cherub here yeah cherub oh. you want to dive a little bit deeper into the cherub it pains me that you don't know that hurts to to hear i i i'm a bit offended that you aren't familiar but i will say um, just an angelic being, and I think the childlike imagery as well should be a reminder. You put a there. child on a sexy cookie. Um, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Don't marry. Use that language. That's don't, don't that's kind of messed up. That I'm gonna have to deduct some like points that. for that. Uh, uh, hey, points. look, look. These we're, are we're... far more filled with the 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 potential to harden someone's faith than than either of their cookies. Mary, I feel like you're intentionally misreading the scenario here. But hey, this is just round one. We're going to we're we're good. we're going to work this out. Okay, round two might be for you. We don't know yet. So, well, everybody, that is all three of our contestants for this round. I won the. In your own little way. Sure, Mary. Okay. Uh, for our next round, contestants, are you ready for your inspiration for your next baked good? Sarge is ready. Rick is just hanging out like, yeah, I'm having a good time. Grandkids are having fun. Right, grandkids? Yeah. And Mary, ready? Mary, you ready? Excuse me. I'm... I'm having yeah, a okay. conversation with okay. um, the man upstairs. So, oh, our producer Jeff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, uh, Jeff. Jeff. His name's not Jeff. Okay. Now I'm ready. Okay. Thank you very much, Mary. Um, well, our next premise, our next prompt: make a donut that would be suitable as a ball gag go slot 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 sinners, you hear that out in the distance sinners 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 she's pointing to everybody in the crowd sinners, <laughs> every single sinners, person sinners. <laughs> so 
we start with the interview with Mary. Mary, I I I really got to be honest here. What did you what did you expect when you signed up for the show here? Did you expect anything of of this kind of nature, or are are you trying to tamper with the show? Tell, tell us a little bit about you and what you're thinking right now, and your inspiration behind your uh, sabotage that happened last uh, last round. In everything I do, um, I try to think, what would Jesus do? And Jesus walked amongst um, prostitutes and um, low okay. people. And I think that uh, in order to be that way, that I also need to do as such. And so I thought this would be a good opportunity for me to lead people into a life of faith and lead the, excuse me, and lead them away from the sin that we are currently experiencing. Um, it's, okay. it's you use a lot of fire on the show because I think that's symbolic of where everybody will go if they continue to consume this. Um... That's pretty hardcore. I love it, Mary. All right, up top. I don't partake in high fives. Those are the devil's celebrations. He like V8s yeah, just like bonk <laughs> right in the oh. forehead. Oh, should have taken it. All right. So next we have Sarge. Oh, I'm ready to uh to create some balls to gag on. <laughs> I'm not too sure uh, exactly what that was. Uh, see, my time in the military did give me a lot of time to experiment before or after uh, or really during even. So I I think I know what I'm going for. I'm not 100% sure, but uh, something that could double as a ball gag. I'm assuming that's something that uh, you put your balls deep into. Not not 100% sure, but uh, not that I have, but really working on it. So, um, yeah, I think I think I got something. At least, I at least have a leg up on Mary. Rick's my real competition here, but, uh, yeah, so that's me. And finally, we get down to Rick. Well... I think Mary's kind of being a little bit of a bitch, but uh, may maybe your heart's in the right place. I can't quite figure it out. Um, I'm really not into the fact that she's judging people before they even present their stuff. I'm just here to have fun. And I hope that she finds uh, the real light down uh, down the tunnel here, if you know what I mean. You know, I, what I'm saying is I'm hoping that she dies during this competition, but, uh, you know, whatever, right? Anyway, I'm, I'm just here to have fun. I'm really just here to have fun. All right, great. Okay, well, uh, that sounds very concerning, but uh, well, let's take it back to our show. Okay, all three of you, I asked you to create a donut that can double as a ball gag. So you three, are you ready to show us what you did in this time for Timothy Krem? That is myself. Mary, more than ready to um, lead these people away from being led astray. Happy for you. Sarge, are you ready? I'm ready as ever. I'm ready to get balls deep in this ball gag. Okay, and Rick, how about yourself? Yeah, you know what? Whatever happens, happens. That sounds great to me. All right, well, Sarge, I want to see what you have first. So, please. Tell us what you have. Well, see, I wasn't 100% sure what a ball gag was. So I assumed it's something you went balls deep in. So I, I made a very suggestive donut that uh, has some filling dripping out of it. You know, just like kind of oh similar to God. what I imagine what would happen. I, I've seen pictures. I've seen pictures, but I'm not 100% sure uh, uh, what we're talking about here. But made something that uh, I thought was slutty, something that was sexy, something that was good. Uh, and that's what I have for you today. To all of our listeners, audio <laughs> listeners, um, the picture being shown, the donut of Sergeant, is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it's a donut with that looks very. What's the opposite of phallic? What's the female version of phallic? I, I'm not sure. It looks it's... like a vagina has. <laughs> And it is dripping cream, dripping from, the cream center, from, from the center, center from the center. So take a look at our YouTube content. Quick break. So, yeah, like I said, not really sure what a ball gag is. I'm just kind of shooting, shooting my shot here. But uh, hey, kind of fits on theme. So, yeah. Well, thank you, Sarge. I, I, I guess you can kind of choke on that. 
What does that mean? Oh, well, you know, anyways, uh, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Let's hear it for our main man, uh, Rick. You might be a runner-up for uh, first place here. We're not too sure what's going to happen yet, but uh, so far I'm quite impressed with what you have. Uh, so, Rick, tell me, what do you have? Well, I was thinking about that time uh, when my little Lisa was born. Uh, I made one of the biggest donut holes I could possibly have imagined. Something that could fit directly in the mouth. So it, it kind of creates a lockjaw effect. You just can't put your mouth closed. <laughs> and that was what me and my beautiful wife, rest her soul, uh, did when our uh, our first daughter was born. And that's what I can imagine happened when our grandkids were born. I, I guess I haven't really asked, but uh, that's kind of what inspired this donut hole that is so big it can create lockjaw. Wow. See, that's someone who really knows what we're going for. Someone who knows the, the, the direction, someone who has the inspiration, someone who has the creativity. I'm so thrilled that we have you on this show, Rick. Oh, thank you. And the crowd's going wild. They're like, slut, 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 slut. The grandkids are getting into it. Mary's kids are still squirming around in their chairs. They're not really paying attention. Well, Mary, I guess uh, we had a rough start to the show. Do you think you can pull through for us this time? Um, I know I can do better than the previous two because those were horrendous and very evil sinful displays okay all right well uh instead of bashing them why don't you let your donut do the talking for you so mary what do we have today well as you can see here <laughs> we have a donut that looks like the cave <laughs> that jesus was crucified in and it says he is risen on it for our audio listeners I think that what I have displayed here, um, so although I do not partake in this type of um, sinful lifestyle, I understand that a ball gag is something that is meant to silence somebody. And I think in this instance here, um, there, there's sort of a, an, an awe, a, a stunned silence when he is risen. Um, when Jesus rose from the dead, it, it was something that was so beautiful and so um, amazing, such a blessed miracle that there was no words to be said. It, 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 it's a, a loving, respectful silence that um, I think is I think that this will inspire in people and will have people remember that story and, and have sort of res a response with the um, said stunned silence of this miracle. Mary, I have a real question for you. Please. Do you think I am a fucking idiot? Are you intentionally not reading our prompts? I said something that can silence with a ball gag. Look, yours is at least kind of in the parameters of something creative. Sarge just fucking didn't even know what a ball gag was. So I'm going to give you some points here. But um, hey, look, look, I'm, I'm going to give you just, just, you know, five points here. Okay. I like the idea. I like the detail of the Oreo cookie being the stone behind the what I assume is some cave of some sort. Uh, I'm not really familiar with what you're talking about, but hey, well, I like the creativity. Um, you have my and contact he... information, and I would love to educate you. Okay, cool. Takes a bite of it, and it's a really good tasting donut. And he goes, you know what? Gonna give you eight points. The 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 that quality is there. The I just need. Place. I the quality is there. Place. It's just it, it's just. I think you need to really focus on this next one if you want to keep maintain this first place uh, title here because it's I really neck and neck. We have we we have, we have Rick at seven point nine. We have you at eight. So uh, yeah, just gotta gotta hope that Rick doesn't choke. Uh, or yeah. And, uh, yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. So, all right, we get down to the final, final challenge here. You three have really proven to be the most eclectic group 
of individuals we've ever had on our new show, Cake Sluts. You also are our first three, so I guess the bar is kind of on the ground at that point. But our final round, you three, I need you to make a cake that would look good between a pair of ridiculously large knockers. Go! All right, so you all start scrambling, and we take you to the interview room. All right, Mary, I got to be honest here. Tell me, what is your game? Well... Um, as somebody who's familiar with knocking, it's a polite way to announce that you are at somebody's door and knockers. Um, a lot of churches have had them, a lot of places of worship. And it's just, a, again, a, a very polite way. And, and being polite is very important to me. So um, something that I think would look good in between a pair of knockers is, you know, oh, some sort of religious symbolism across something that shows like, you know, you know, when you're knocking on the door, it is a door that is leading hmm. into um, a holy place. Hmm. Got it. Do you think you are actually going to win? What makes you think you're going to win? As I said before, the Lord is baking through me and there is no way for me to lose. Also, my baking is better than anyone else's. Got it. Well, hey. Good luck to you in the last round. I'm rooting for you. Kind of. All right. Move on to Sarge. Sarge, tell me, what makes you think you are going to be the next cake slut? The first ever cake slut. Well, to be quite honest, I've seen what Mary's producing. Yeah, her 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 pastries and her cookies. They 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 taste good. Whatever. Where's the soul? Where's the heart? Where's the love? There's nothing I love more than getting frisky with uh well what I imagine getting frisky. There's nothing Mary. better than than taking your hard soul and putting it into a baked good. So that's just why I think uh I would be the next cake slut, the first cake slut mary storms into the room you don't think i know about heart you don't think i know about soul you don't know You're mary so mary please please get 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 He's back like in there get back in there him with her finger <laughs> you have no idea you have no idea don't speak of such things rick's rick's ball gag donut pops into the room <laughs> he's like whoa what happened here anyways so Chaos is starting to happen in the interview room. And Rick is time it's time for Rick's interview. Rick's just like, well, you know, I um I think that uh I got a leg up on Mary on this one. I got a third leg up on Mary on this one because nobody is sluttier than me. Sarge hasn't even has I'm pretty pretty convinced he's still a virgin, right? Uh and Mary. She acts like the Virgin Mary. She acts so pure of heart. She thinks she's so great. I uh, I just want to see that uh, little pious lady fall off her wagon. So that's why I think I'd be the next cake slut, because I'm going to knock them off their high horses. All right. For our final round, you three, I asked you to make a cake that would look so good between a pair of large knockers. So Sarge, for our final round, are you ready to show your cake? Why, yes, I'm beyond ready. I'm more ready than when I was in combat, I was ready. This is what I have. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and we see- Horrible, a, I can't even look at this. We, we, we see- this. A, a cake that looks like a bust of a woman with her breasts out. Well, no. one thing I was thinking about was what would look better between a pair of tits than another pair of tits. So I thought if I had four tits, two pairs of tits, that would outweigh any other competitor here because, let's face it, who doesn't love a pair of breasts? And everyone in the crowd's like, yeah! Mary's kids are like, yeah, that's how you were made. I think no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, children, sit down. That's what we have for Sarge. Well, Sarge, I think 
you get a solid score. That gave you nine points total, which is one more than Mary. But hey, we haven't even scored Mary's yet, so she might be able to sneak back in there. All right, Rick, tell us, what do you have? Well, I was really thinking about uh, what is better than a person between a pair of large knockers. So I did a self-portrait of myself as I did with my cookie. I thought it'd be good to go full circle, self-portrait here. And I have a cake of me popping out of the cake shirtless when I was in my 20s, in my prime, when I made my children. And so that's actually surprisingly what me and my wife did right before we had little Lisa. Uh, I was sitting right there. I had rose in my hand or in my mouth and I was just motorboating all day long. And uh, lo and behold, now we have our uh, three grandkids right there. And the grandkids are starting to get a little uncomfortable. And they're like, oh, this is a little weird. Why, why does Grandpa Rick keep bringing up our, our, our grandmother and our mother like this? But anyways, moving on. Well, Rick, thank you very much. I think you get a solid, uh, I don't know. I think you're tied nine. You, you got a nine. You're tied with Sarge. Sorry. So uh, we might have to have a tiebreaker. I'm not quite sure. Um, hey, wasn't your best work. Wasn't your worst work, Rick. But uh, I think I think we kind of get the picture on that. So, oh, okay. Well, I guess we'll see what happens. And finally, we get down to Mary's cake. I Mary. I would like to say first, I would like to say um, that sergeant shouldn't be allowed to be in this competition i believe he's leading the people astray and uh, he will certainly be burning for all of eternity um rick i was happy to see a turnaround it does make sense to have a human in between knockers because a human has to knock on the door um so that that does make sense but i think it's lacking some creativity and i didn't particularly appreciate the shirtless um, that seemed a bit provocative, but I, I do think that you are taking steps in the right and more divine direction. And so um, I just wanted to recognize that for you. Well, Mary, on this high hill, are you willing to die on? I am. Okay. Then Mary, show us what you got. And you see a, a first communion cake it's a big cross uh and it says christians first holy communion on it very well decorated big cross all right mary like i said what's your game here why do you think this fits in the cake slut universe here i spelled it out before in between door knockers it's good to have a sign that this is a house of god and so it has a cross on the door in between the knockers because a lot of churches will have double doors so you have one on each door um and and i i said it in my interview and that is exactly where i was going with it i think hold that thought powerful image hold that thought hold that thought i need to get some guest judges in on here and then we have two guest judges look around and they start dissecting your cake and they're whispering to each other no kind of looks phallic it looks a little phallic. I can, Excuse hey, me? This actually, a cock between a pair of ridiculously large, large knockers. I I think that might be the best one yet. Excuse Mary, me. I don't think you realize how phallic your cake looks. It's awesome. It's protruding. It's got the bulge. Uh, it's got three balls. That's pretty huge. Mary... Are you secretly a genius? The Lord has been baking through me today. I think the Lord put you here to be our very first cake slide. Slide, 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 Mary. That just pulled you in the first place. Congratulations. You are our very first cake slut how do you feel i feel righteous and seen (laughs) mary being the first cake slut is exactly 
how I wanted it to go. So, Michael, how are you feeling? Do you feel one with God right now? I feel so at one with the Lord right now. I think you did a lot of preaching. I think it connected you to the Lord. uh, And I think that helped you win the competition here. How do you feel? What are you thinking? I absolutely think so. That's 100% true. 100,000% true. Um, I, I will say you really put me to work there because I was really the the first one and the last one I was able to kind of quickly spin how I could like redirect this prompt into something mm-hmm. else. But the the ball gag one was like I was struggling. To, <laughs> you like, struggled. Oh, you actually killed work. it. That was my favorite one. You <laughs> said that they were trying to silence Jesus, like someone silences someone with a ball <laughs> gag, and I just thought, wow, this. I don't know if I'd be able to spin that at <laughs> all. Was, that was tough. <laughs> that one felt like a huge reach, but that was but a good reach. I um, I was thinking for the last one, like a rosary would be a great thing to have. I had thought on a about necklace. That. <laughs> Once the cake was revealed, uh, then I was like, mm, that would have worked too. That could have worked, was... but I like where you went with it. <laughs> I, I like where you went with it. Yeah, with her not acknowledging knockers as slang for breasts. As slang for breasts. Yeah. So, Michael, I got to ask, yeah. what was your favorite part of this episode here? Did you have one? Did you enjoy yes, your character? Yes, my favorite part of this episode was the reveal of Sergeant's Donut. That was <laughs> that was so hard to look it's at. It's so gross looking. <laughs> I my personal favorite moment was uh so Sarge's cake had tits on it and and the tits had nipples and I I tried to animate it to where the sensor bar hopped on it but it was separate so it's just (laughs) tits and then you click it again and the sensor bar goes right underneath (laughs) it's so good it's so so good We already saw the nips. So what's the point of the censor bar? Well, it's for YouTube. I can't wait to get a demonetization strike for <laughs> having tits on I would maybe cake. make the bar a little wider just to really cover our bases and make sure YouTube doesn't take it off. You know what we should do? We should just have just a giant censor bar in the whole thing and nobody yeah. knows what it is. Yeah. That would be really good. That would be fantastic. So yeah. On a show called Cake Sluts, that's just expected at that point oh yeah so oh yeah so going in did you have any inkling that it was going to turn into cake sluts not in the slightest not in the slightest i was was trying it's the biggest curveball ever yeah i was trying to get mary's character together in the Mm -hmm. realm of like a more traditional baking show and then when Mm -hmm. it turned into what it was i kind of had to switch gears into like okay like super pious super like (laughs) preachy like i had to kind of curve yeah into, like, <laughs> into just being extremely overbearing um so yeah, yeah that, that was you that was absolutely sold place. it you were an amy from Thank amy's you. baking company and i'm glad <laughs> you had that as a reference because i i could feel that sleep seeping in a little bit oh yeah oh, oh yeah. yeah oh yeah so any other kinds of cakes what other cake or pastry would you want to make if you were in this show, what's a good prompt? I should say for if for a Ooh, sexual slutty cake, a, a good prompt. Um, yeah, because I was really when I did the ball gag, that was probably my favorite one to do because uh, it was just creative. But uh, yeah, what would you put on there? What would be your prompt? Something like. Um, like make a, um, a piece of meat so like so um large or so bulging uh that it leaves a bachelorette party like in puddles or something just off i my one of my first ones one of my first ones uh before i had the um instead of the man so hard he could bend a steel bar around his cock um i was going to put make a uh a cake that made a woman (laughs) so wet she left a puddle and i thought that was too hard to go in right away (laughs) that's a little too much right away (laughs) but i can just picture it 
Yeah. But then I was all like, oh, but then that's just like a penis cake. And I'm like, oh, that'd be hard to put on YouTube. But yeah. but <laughs> I kind of like the I kind of like the more creative stuff that we did. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. So oh wild shit. This well, Michael, this is definitely going to be at least in season two. This is certainly going to be our most controversial episode. You think so? You think so? <laughs> is it controversial? Um, I guess I don't know if we probably don't have any like very pious listeners who are being I would like, hope offended. Not. Yeah, probably. Not. Well, we can we can do whatever. It's our yeah. show. It's our show. And if you don't like it, leave a comment and tell us why you don't like it. Oh, on a, I, oh, it made me laugh super hard on a, 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 a show I just guested on. Your mm-hmm. two dads, uh, super good show. Uh, yeah, please, please check them. Uh, check them out. Corey is is awesome. Uh, when ending the show, he was you know kind of wrapping up, and he was like, you know, usually, he's like, usually I end things on like a dad joke, um, so that we can kind of end on a laugh. But I think we had a lot of laughs throughout the episode. Um, if you didn't laugh, fuck you. But. <laughs> 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 just made me just busted out laughing. I think the idea of having someone super faithful in such a hellscape is such a it's such an oxymoron. It's just funny. That's just yeah, my oh, thing. 100%. But oh, a thousand percent, yeah. So whatever you liked, please tell us in the comments and email us at michaelandanthonyadventures.gmail.com. But before we start wrapping things up, Michael, you're going to tell us something about uh, a game you've been playing. I. And not cake uh, sluts so just, the, the other game yeah the other game the other yeah game. the other game the other game yeah so i started uh last night uh i i bought the game like a month ago but i was mm-hmm. waiting for my wife before i really started it and we finally mm-hmm. got kind of a chance to sit down and enjoy last night mm-hmm. um and it's called the quarry it is made by the same people who made the game until dawn which is a fantastic mm-hmm. game i think you're familiar at least a little yeah bit. yeah i'm vaguely i remember when um, it came out yeah and uh so it's super good so far i mean it, it it it's it has the same it makes me feel the same way that it did when i played until dawn which is great because uh-huh. i was until dawn is like a i would say like a six to seven hour game depending mm-hmm. on i guess how how you're playing it and i just plowed through in one sitting it was so captivating that mm-hmm. i just boom like i couldn't put it down and i i could have done that with this one but it was getting really late and i was like i i i can't really play around with sleep as much anymore because of uh-huh. the schedule um but man is it good it's Ooh. so good uh what's so good of- about it michael i have no clue what should what, what this game even looks yeah. like yeah okay okay so um <clears throat> for yeah i guess for everybody who's not familiar so it's it's a game where you play as multiple different people Um, Mm -hmm. right now. I think there's eight people you can play in uh, seven or eight in the quarry. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like I said, I haven't gotten super far into it, but essentially it's um, it's a game where it's, it's very cinematic and it's a horror game Mm -hmm. and you, you switch between all these different characters and every single decision that you make impacts the game in some way cool uh, it, like until dawn yeah exactly like until Sick. Dawn. so like your conversations will alter not only the way that other characters will start to react to that character but can mm-hmm. also alter a character's personality like oh you were more indecisive than confident and like it can kind of you can literally like sculpt these characters a little bit and also manage their relationships with the other characters as the story is going on but every every minor decision can have a huge outcome cool in the game so it's it's fun to go through because you just kind of have to trust your instinct because you have no Mm. idea like oh somebody like made a joke as we're all casually hanging out and i could choose if this character laughs or mm. if this character is kind of like, mm, I didn't think that was very funny. And that can have an enormous outcome huh. and like change a certain part of the game. So stuff That's like that. That's cool. Like it, it's, it's very fun and interesting and like fun to be like, um, you know, how many play, how many of these characters are, can I have survive at the end of this game? Sure. And it, it feels like you're going in blind, which is super fun. So That's cool. 
yeah, definitely check it out. It is a very fun experience called The Quarry. Sick. We'll have to take a look. What do you play it on? Uh, I played on PS4. PS4. Um, I know I'm a noob. I don't have PS5 yet. Uh, Loser. <laughs> Uh, but also, I was really excited. David Arquette is in the game. Brenda Song is in the game. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, Thompson's in the game. Um, I believe Ariel Winter is in the game as well. Like, it's got a really good cast. Sure. Is um, it one of those things where, like, the game... So, they're not voice acting. They're also portrayed in the game, like, as so, actors. Like, um, Yeah. So, like... Because, like, David that's what they Arquette's... do on Death Stranding. Death Stranding, if you've ever played that. Norman Reed... Reed... Reedus? Revis? Wait, what? You've never played Death Stranding? I've never played no. Death Stranding. No. You, you ever watch Walking Dead? Yeah. Yeah, you know the guy who played uh, Daryl? Norman yeah. Re- Reedus. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In Until... Or not Until Dawn. Death Stranding, they, uh, they base the characters based on him. So, like... He's voice acting and he's actually that's that's the game right there. Oh yeah. And that's yep. Norman Reedus. Okay, cool. So like okay. So the sick. characters yeah, they obviously they're playing a character in it, but it, it yeah. looks like David Arquette is voicing and looks and like the character That's cool. I love like stuff David like Arquette. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in in Until Dawn um you had oh my gosh, uh was it, I think Hayden Panettiere I believe was one of the actor and mm. so that was kind of cool but it's cool. cool too because in horror movies like it's kind of fun to see an actor that you recognize mm-hmm. uh like kevin bacon's in the original friday the 13th and like no oh way God, I get to watch yeah it's like i get to watch kevin bacon fucking die that's cool <laughs> so you can murder uh, kevin bacon if yeah. you wanted to well not anymore the game's over but yeah Seth but is. no so so um yeah if you're into horror or honestly just really good games and you can kind of power through the horror if you're not really into that which it's done very well um mm. definitely play it it's so worth your time and speaking of horrors check out cake sluts great show yeah fantastic show a horror <laughs> in and of itself entirely yeah. yeah super cool i dig it i love I it, it. I love anything it. else you want to talk about michael before we wrap up you know, um, I think we're about that time. I think we're sitting oh, pretty solid. There is. There's two things I want. Two things. One thing I just want to reiterate: make sure to check mm. me out on the on the on the podcast sphere because I'm guesting on a bunch of shows. Tuesday yeah, he on, is. Um, a bunch to go. I've got another guest spot today. I've got another guest mm. spot on Tuesday and Wednesday. So yeah, I'm I'm making my circuits. So um, you'll Sick. hopefully see me popping around. Check out the episodes and the shows I'm guesting on because, um, I do some screening and you know so i can make sure that the shows oh, yeah. are really fun mm-hmm. uh, and also be on the lookout next week we have a huge event uh we've talked about it on Ooh. social media a little bit but i want to talk about it on here we are going to have including anthony and i mm-hmm. 10 people on one episode it's a huge oh. event uh so mnas uh, we're gonna have some uh reoccurring guests a couple people uh Bob Buell and Mo Pete are also going to be on there. Um, mm-hmm. And then six other friends are, are joining and we are going to actually have AI create the story with all of us as characters in it. Uh, mm-hmm. So every single one of us is going in blind. So it, it's oh, going to be yeah. fun. It's going to be chaotic. It's going to be crazy, but it is. Gonna it's going to be like a dinner theater almost at that point <laughs> or like yeah, a murder yeah, mystery totally. party yeah so please be on the lookout for that again that's that that is next week's episode we're actually recording it tomorrow yeah michael's michael and the whole group chat's been blowing up my phone because it's it's just been fun it's been awesome (laughs) chatting with them on the discord so yeah yeah Yeah, make sure you check that out thousand percent make sure to check us out uh michael where can they hear us and if they're not hearing us already. Hear us, yeah, if you're not hearing us already, uh, yeah, uh, YouTube is a lot of fun. You're gonna get more visual effects. You're, you're, I love the, the YouTube. Definitely, oh, yeah. I suggest YouTube. Just you get a little bit more. But hey, if you're on a commute and you just like listening to a fun story as well, check us out on pretty much anywhere that you listen to your podcast: Apple, Google, Amazon, mm-hmm. iHeartRadio, Acast, fucking anywhere that anywhere you, you know yeah spotify is the one i usually use so check check out um check it yeah check us out there it's fun for you know you got to commute to work start your day with a fun story 
And if you uh, loved or hated this episode, make sure to email us at michaelandanthonyadventures at gmail.com. We would love to hear what you have to say. michaelandanthonyadventures at gmail.com. Or make sure to leave us a comment, like the video, subscribe, all the things. We'll, we'll, we'll give you some more content. That sounds great. We're having fun. I hope you're having fun too. And that's all I got to say. So Michael, yeah. anything else before we call it? Yeah, we love engaging with the fans or the not fans, but we will respond to you. We will absolutely. So if you listen to an episode, throw a little like on there. The the numbers just help Boom. us out and help us, you know, work with the algorithm that is so elusive sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, we love just palling around and commenting back and forth with people. So uh, please, you know, leave a little comment, throw us a little like, and um, we'll all have a good time together. That's what I got to say. So thanks so much for listening, everybody. And bye-bye. Kisses. are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns